0: welcome to the she is spring series on the she is podcast may your spirit awaken to the miraculous life and purpose that was breathed into you by your creator may you flourish and rise up into all that you were created for you were designed for growth friend welcome to spring Hey everyone, this episode that you're listening to won't be uploaded until sometime, I believe the first week of May. So depending on where you live, you might have already heard an update or you should be hearing soon the plan for starting the reopening process in your state. But at the time of this recording, most places are still under the safer at home order and the only businesses that are open fall under the essential category. Now, hearing the word essential used so much these days in our everyday vocabulary, it made me think about one of my favorite books. And so a few weeks ago, I pulled it out of the stack of books that I have sitting on the mantel in the room that we work out of in our house. And we do have a whole bookshelf full of books that we love, but I like to keep certain books that have really shaped my life and our way of living, I like to keep them out before me. Kind of like a post-it note reminder or a special picture that makes your heart smile when you remember the moment. But anyway, the book I pulled out is called Essentialism and it was written by Greg McAllen in 2014. I believe that's how you say his name. But anyway, I know I've talked about this book on the podcast before. I think it was when I started the podcast back in 2017. It's Possible that my book, Essentialism, has more sentences highlighted or underlined than those not marked in any way. And as I've reopened my book in the last few weeks and reread statements that I had circled and I've seen the hearts that I had drawn by certain thoughts shared, I remember how confirming this way of living was to my soul. It was a blueprint for a way of living that I'd been craving and moving towards well, most of my life. And the quote on the very first page of the book says, the wisdom of life consists in the elimination of non-essentials. Could that quote speak to the days that we are living anymore? Guys, it's only when you don't have access to certain things that you realize what you actually need and what you even want. How many of us are living life, hanging out with the same people, doing the same thing day after day and all because it's what we've always done. We don't even have to think about how we're going to spend our week and our weekend because the pattern and the routine of our life has been set in motion and we just keep going with the flow. And I'm not saying routines and having long-term friendships is bad. But what I am saying is that there are a lot of people stuck in friendships and activities that aren't life-giving to them. And they don't even realize it because they're so close to it that they don't even see it. Do you know what I'm meaning? Has something ever been so close to your eye that it was blurry to you and you had to back up or pull it away to see it clearly? That kind of feels like what's happening in our world these days. It's like our normal has been pulled back and we've been given a different view, a chance to see it clearly. But my fear is that people are so eager to get back to their normal that there isn't any open space in their heart and mind of what possibilities lie outside of their present life. The possibility of thinking that maybe, just maybe, a new normal is exactly what is needed. And maybe I view these times a little differently than some of you because some of the experiences I've experienced of my life being turned upside down more than once. And when that's happened, I've had two different responses. The first response being complete denial and holding on as hard as I can to any hope of return to what had been. And my second response was typically crawling in bed and pulling the covers up over my head. Now, I know that might sound similar to the denial response in example one, but trust me, those were two very different responses internally as well as externally. But here's what I know to be true for me after walking through my normal being disruptive. When at some point I got honest with myself and I got honest with God, clarity started rising up and all I saw was the goodness of God leading me and fulfilling what he started in me. You see, I've prayed some prayers and I started saying yes to God from a young age and many times since I've said yes. And some of those were big, hard yeses that I meant from the bottom of my heart. And one day I realized that all those things that felt like crushing disappointments. They weren't actually failures, but faithfulness. God's faithfulness. In answering my heart's true desire, all the things that I had said yes to over all the years, he was being faithful to my heart's cry. Now, I know that might sound confusing. Trust me, it was confusing to me too, until it wasn't. (laughs) He knew the truth of what my soul's cry was to living out the life that I was created to live. And I had said yes to that so many times, but so many times I had tried to help him out with that plan and with all the best intentions. And I do believe that we have a huge part, a huge role in being co-laborers with him in living out the life that he's created us for. But he knows me better than I know myself. And his view and his perspective is much more on point than mine. So I trust him with my whole heart. And I'm continuing to follow and I'm and continuing to be led by him. But I know me so. I know that he's going to have to continue to rework my life's map a few more times as I veer off exits that aren't my exit. But here's the thing that I want you to hear today. God is so, so patient with us. And it doesn't matter how many exits I veer off, how many times I blow it, how many times that you and I get off track. He is right there opening up a way for us where there was no way. A way filled with his grace and his mercy for us to live out the life that he has purposed for us. Greg also says in his book, Essentialism, The way of the essentialist means living by design, not by default. I'm going to say that again. The way of the essentialist means living by design, not by default. Instead of making choices reactively, the essentialist deliberately distinguishes the vital few from the trivial many, eliminates the non-essentials, and then removes obstacles so the essential things have clear, smooth passage. I don't know what that life looks like for you. I know what it looks like for me. And I've been working on that design for many years, so my life has definitely taken on more of a reflection of who I am as the years have passed. But you are the only one that knows deep down in your heart and soul what that looks like for you. And my prayer during this time is that whatever needs to fall away in our lives, Let's let it fall. And may we only rebuild what is in our future. And you know what that means? May the spring cleaning continue. Love you guys.